0: Africa unplugged hope everybody's doing well what's up what's up uh I hope everybody had a good week my name is Billy Ray Valentine coming to you coming to you from New York City I got a stuffed nose I'm gonna be a, a, a little bit more nasal than I typically am I mean I don't think I'm nasal right but today I will be anyway the usual suspects are here today and of course we have a very special guest and Don Jeffries just disappeared where did he go <laughs> I mean, he figured out how to be two places at once, you know, so I'm sure he can do whatever he's doing and be here on America Unplugged. Hopefully we get him back. The wisest of all the wolves. What's up, Mr. Arterburn? What's going on?
1: Oh, everything Don does is a mystery, isn't it, Billy? Uh, We'll we'll get get Don back. Well, I wanted to say thoughts and prayers. Um, First and foremost, go out to the U.S. dollar that is now on hospice. Jesus. we'll, we'll, uh, We'll talk about this huge news this week. Uh, in regards to the petrodollar billy. And I, I definitely want to bring that up. I need you
0: to put me on. You know, I I, I want to know all about that. And the people need to know all about that, of course, because, you know, uh, it is our our uh, bloodline here, right? I mean, uh, it's, it's it's what the, the bloodline of America is, that green paper. Yes. And if uh, there's something wrong with it, there's something seriously wrong with America. It's on hospice, as Mr. Arterburn says. What's up, Don? You disappeared. You're back. How did you do it? Yeah, I don't Please put me on. I out. don't know, man. I, I, I couldn't
2: hear you, and then it knocked me off, so I'm back again. So hopefully <laughs> it'll pay this time. Glad to be here well, as good usual. Good, uh, good to see you, John. Mr. Brissom, how are you?
3: Doing well, Don. Good to see you, too, as well. Hope you guys are doing good. I'm glad to be back here on America Unplugged. It's going to be a fun time. All so.
0: right, right. The, the, the Patriot Street Fighter himself is here. Ladies and gents, Uh, uh Black Trump. Uh, what what other words do we have for you, sir? You're I don't the, know. The, we had
3: we had a huge like a list tough,
0: going. Now I don't so, remember, but I I, I, I know I you're the patriot street fighter. I know you're black Trump. Live from the kill shed, ladies and gents. Mister John brissom say what's up to the people. Uh, I'm
3: what glad to be here on America Unplugged. Uh, you're the best, young Kennedy. Uh, yes. and uh, I, I mean, I, what what can I say? It's been a week. I mean, things just keep progressing. Uh, further and further, and a uh, whole bunch of disinformation out there as as, as usual. And Tony's right. I mean, hmm. uh, we should we should hold some sort of uh, uh funeral for the petrodollar. I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, you know, I guess
0: we'll see what unfolds.
1: So, Damn, they've wow. got a round-the-clock vigil at the International uh, Lizard Bank.
0: Let's start talking about it, man. What's up? <laughs> like you're you're scaring me here. What's
1: going on? Uh, tell me about this. What's up? Well, the mainstream's not going to talk about it, but uh, the the big news was after these sanctions on russia which is its main export is crude it's energy right um, they stopped taking dollars uh they called the, the u.s dollar candy wrappers and they're going to tie the ruble to gold <laughs> you notice it took uh, at the start of this conflict in ukraine uh the ruble to dollar ratio was 79 to one and then it went to 140 uh, about two weeks ago and now it's back down to 78 So they've they what we looked at with everybody saying look they're going to collapse the Russian economy because of the petrodollar because you know the sanctions, and they are back to where they started, and that's because they're selling uh, crude to India at discounted rates. They've got a deal with the Chinese, Hmm. and they said, "Look, you can you can buy our oil, Uh, you just have to use rubles or gold or or yuan." So the dollar as the as the world's reserve currency that is a major blow, and even the IMF. The IMF, the International Monetary Fund, is warning the United States that its uh, its sanctions on Russia is causing a global monetary breakdown.
0: Incredible, man. I, I mean, it seems like this is easily fixed, right? But somebody's going to have to take an, a blow to their ego or something. I don't know, Tony, but it, it, right. I, I mean, it, it seems like if they pull back on some of this, we can we can at least uh, 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 delay the inevitable. Is that is that fair to say? That
1: would be the wise course. But I don't think that you can stop this train. The right. United States—it looks like its internal policy is to collapse the petrodollar, to collapse the stand, the standing of the of the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. Billy, I have no other explanation uh, because we don't—we're not making geopolitical moves anymore in the best interest of this country. Uh, we're certainly—I mean, small-minded things like this—this this closure of Russia. If you notice that we opened uh, China in 1972, and you can argue whether that was wise or not but we made these big moves we opened things up in 72 in 2022 we closed russia and we drove it right into the arms of of the communist chinese right so i, I what that does to our standing in, in the world it's a major blow to the petrodollar and it's just only going to add to the price shock that americans wow. are seeing it's it's not going to get better let's put it
0: wow, that way. wow 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 um maybe we can talk about some ways possibly and uh uh, you know, to um, to look out for your, for our futures. How how do we, you know, uh, prepare for for the inevitable? What's coming up, Don Jeffries? Give me your thoughts on this, man. This sounds uh, brutal.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it does, and it's you know, like Tony and uh, others have been talking about this for a while. But I found at the same time interesting. Uh, almost simultaneously, you have Elizabeth Warren, who is the uh, the alleged foe of the bank banks, who uh, somehow didn't uh, vote to audit the Fed. Oh, she- Hates the same bank. She's an anti-banker. She came out strongly for uh, CDT, centralized digital currency. And I think these are these these two are related because that seems to be what they want to do. They want to go to a digital currency, and they want to. That'll obviously give them greater control over people. And I think from there, it's probably a short step to the social credit system we see in China. They want to tie. You know, basically, so you go to anywhere, and you know, they just refuse your transaction. I, I'm sorry, man. You know, America Unplugged uh, show you do over there. I mean, you you lost a thousand points with that. I mean, you. I'm you know, sorry. You're not. You're we're not able to accommodate your request at this time. Uh, right. Come back next week. You know, and and far-fetched, but that's basically what the, what the uh, the social credit score does. And if you take away, you know, uh, dollars and cents, or you make them uh, worthless, that's what you're going to get. So yeah, we ought to be scared because this is this is beyond Orwellian. It's like that. Remember that movie, uh, science fiction movie, I think that's uh, uh, Justin Timberlake somehow was the star of it, Where you had to, you had those uh, things on I your wrist where you were buying time or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, you, you, you had to buy time. Yeah. yeah so, it was, I mean, I, this wouldn't be about time, but I can see something like that where you're, you know, you're, you're something is, you know, attached to you, maybe the chip. And that lets you know how many credits you have. And you, you know, you don't lose credits because you spent something. Oh, lose credits because of your behavior, your tweets. Like
0: that. I'm not looking. This yeah, is probably going to happen. It's it's probably going to be a real deal. Like it's 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 incredible when we stepped into COVID, right? Like it it so many truthers, right, or or freedom, whatever, whatever you want to call us. So many of us were like, "Damn, it's here! I never thought we would see it." You know, uh, even though we knew it was coming, but to have it actually happen. Is totally different, right? gives you a totally different perspective and you're like, shit, what am I doing? What am I going to do here, right? Even though we've been hip to it and prepared for it and all this other stuff, it's just like, damn, it's here. Now it's going to be a different level of here, right? Like, I mean, we're really going to start seeing, I'm like, we're going to get into this a, a bit later, but there's freaking mechanical dogs walking the streets of China, keeping people <laughs> inside, all right? Like, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It's something you see out of Black Mirror, right? So, so... Black Mirror is the Bible now. Go see Black Mirror. And that's what's going to happen in the coming years. And I don't think we can stop it. We're going to have to fight against it as it happens. You know, I, I don't think we can, we can uh, uh, put a block on it. I, I think it's going to happen. And I think we're going to have to react to it while it's happening. I don't think we're going to be able to delay it. All right. Before I go to John Brissom, uh, Patrick S. hooked us up with $20 what's up Patrick how are you thank you for the $20 man you're, you're so good to us thank you thank you buddy um and I want to shout out everybody else that's here Gammy's here of course as usual what's up Gammy good to see you um let me see this here Corporal what's up Corporal McFluffin it's a good name what's mm-hmm. up buddy how you doing and of course the incomparable Wayne McCroy is in the chat fantastic good to see you buddy um, we have to bring M- Wayne McCroy on America Unplugged. Maybe we'll pull that off next week if he is available. Um, Am I not? Am I here? Are you guys here? Can you guys hear me? Because I don't you're see here, you guys anymore. Yeah, here, I just push you oh, you, I just put, you. you just put <laughs> the yeah. focus on right, me. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the people want to just see me. I'll, you know, everything will. You know, mm-hmm. the, the numbers will fall. People will start yeah. running away. Let everybody else on screen. Drive up there and don't make me slap. <laughs> <up there. laughs> <laughs> you're like yo tony Atterburn just slapped the shit out of me <laughs> i'm the director today that's the right. <laughs> all right all right what's up and we're going to talk about this slap in just a second we have to i know tone and don uh, got into it uh last night so uh make sure you go check that but we have to talk about it here because there's a lot of different layers to this shit Uh, and it's entertaining as hell. Like I got, I got to talk about it. I'm sorry, Mr. John Brissom, give me your thoughts on the previous. What's up?
3: I I mean, I, what what can I say? There is a certain amount of, 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 benefit, uh, that we all get as American citizens of petrodollar being number one. Right. I mean, it is sadly somewhat on the backs of other foreign countries and foreign nations with wars and everything else that goes on that maintains a certain amount of lifestyle in a single polar world order with United States being on top and being the world's police. So though there are many negatives that I would assume that you guys would agree with me when it comes to the cost of maintaining that. But however, we do have to realize that there is a amount of comfort that comes with that too as well. And now it seems like the world order from whatever way it seems to be uh, wants to go based off of Duganism in a multipolar world where the United States is no longer the top dog. Mm.
2: Uh,
3: and now uh, we have other countries that are kind of vying for what's left of a kind of like carcass of a chicken, right? So you have Russia, you have China, you have the United States. Uh, you could throw maybe the United Kingdom in there. Or you have Israel in there. And so, you know, because of that, the United States petrodollar will no longer be the world reserve currency. We're in a nation of decline. Uh, and um I don't know what's going to replace it. Is it going to be different currencies from the you know around the world jockeying for power? Russia accepted Bitcoin, as I'm sure Tony well know well knows that we're talking about using Bitcoin for payment for for oil and gas from other foreign nations like China and India. Uh, So I really don't know where this goes. I mean, eventually, if it leads to, which I believe biblically, a one world government, I don't know how a multipolar world order transitions into a one world government, but I guess it's happening. Uh, But, yeah, things are going to get more difficult here in the United States. Inflation is going up. Biden can't do anything. Uh, Granted, it's probably the puppeteers over Biden who really want it done, like the World Economic Forum, uh, among others, instead of, you know, Biden himself, we can't even remember probably what he ate for breakfast this morning. uh, And it's already noontime. Uh, So, I mean, the United States, I guess, will continue to decline. It seems that's what they want happen. Mm -hmm. And they want other countries to kind of jockey for power against the united states and as an american citizen you got to hold multiple positions in your head right and i'm not a fan of that because there is some a degree of comfort that comes from america being number one or Absolutely. At least having the appearance of number one you know so it's tough it's it's i mean i'm outraged about what happened in yemen you know what's going on there no one's talking about that i said everybody wants to still focus on you know ukraine and russia uh, but I mean, it's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? Because you want the military industrial complex and the banks are to be held accountable. But at the same time, you know, if everything is brought to fruition and everybody's held accountable for their, you know, horrific deeds and actions, then there's going to be a rough transition period for the United States where things get really bad for a period of time, you know? So I just, it, I don't really know what, and I don't expect anybody really truly knows what the correct answer really truly is. And the leader just going to do what the lead have done anyway, and follow through their p- plan to most agree, no matter what we do. So it's kind of sad in that regard. So I don't know. I wish I had a more, <laughs> a more research take to tell people what they can do, but I got nothing. I think about it constantly. And I, I just don't know.
0: No. And like Tony says, it, it's unexplainable because it seems like common sense, even to the layman. Right. It's like, OK, you know, let's not do let's not take certain roads, but, but they they're doing it, you know, so um, you can only you can only assume that they're doing this on purpose. I mean, what else are you going to say? Even with 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 the propping up of of China it was the trilaterals. Look at the people that were involved, you know, uh, in that in that uh, propping up of China, uh, you know, uh, back in the 70s. Right. Tone, That's when that happened. Right. That,
1: that's when the yeah, trilaterals Kissinger, got in there. Kissinger. Absolutely. Yeah. So we we went off the gold standard in in August of 71 and Nixon took us off. And so after that, it was opening China in 72, trilateral commission 73. And then 1974, we ran our last trade surplus ever as a nation. And after that time, you see this giant, massive wealth transfer to the ultra elite and the multinational Mm -hmm. corporations and Mm -hmm. wages for the average American are stagnant or in decline. So there is there there has been for many decades now a transfer of wealth. And this is really the end game for the, the petrodollar as it was set up in, in 1971. And they called that Bretton Woods, too. Yeah. Bretton Woods was 1944, right before the end of World War II, The Western powers got together in New Hampshire and created, uh, you know, the thirty five dollar an ounce gold standard and, and pegged the dollar for it. And then they you know, all the IMF was born out of that. So that was the order until 1971, and it got reshuffled again. It's being reshuffled once more. This is Bretton Woods III, and it, w- it won't put the United States in the dominant position. If you recall, Bill, and you know, I'll say this, this is a plan. Yeah. You know, It's not like our leaders are just bumbling into mistakes. They know what they're doing. Um, this has to have been discussed and planned out long ago because you look at the World Economic Forum. You, you remember the advertisement, the, the video from years ago? You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. But in that video, what do they ask? They ask you to imagine a world where the United States is not the lone super.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what they ask you to imagine. And so we're seeing that play out right now. Right, right, man. Oh,
3: well, well, um, Don, real quick, let me ask Don something. You as a Hugh, Huey Long, Huey ass populist, I mean, let, you know. So yeah. let me let me add. There there shouldn't really be any billionaires. Like in a billionaire class society, right? Like that amount of amassed wealth, should just shouldn't exist. I mean, that's kind of like we have free trade over fair trade capitalism, or crony capitalism over true capitalism, right? right? It, it, it's just a, it's just an extreme gross of wealth at that point, right? Yeah, well, I, you know,
2: that's what would be the argument I would make, and you know, I think that uh, Huey Long was talking about back then. He he thought that he wanted to limit fortunes to, I think. 10 million. It varied between five and 10 million. Now, in today's dollars, it would be between 60 and uh, 120 million. That depends. So, again, and I think, you know, and, and but his most important thing, and this is why, you know, some right-winner should be attracted to him, is that his proposal, share of the wealth, his new tax plan exempted the first million dollars from yeah. income tax. That was then. So, that'd be 12 million today. So, you know, he was going after the absolute top now. And I, th- I would look at it like, let's see how much is there. I, I know uh, when I wrote the updated version of the, uh, for the paperback of Survival of the Riches, uh, when uh, Naomi Wolf wrote the new forward uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, included a stat that I found mind-blowing. And that was that there's so much, and this is the wealth we know in America, because there's so that's much true. hidden. And that's why, if, you know, if you're going to audit the Federal Reserve, yes, you have to do that. But if you have to audit these tax-free foundations. See what is what is in the Clinton Foundation? What is in the Gates Foundation? The Rockefeller Foundation? We don't know because there's so much money hidden there from taxes. And even aside from all that, aside from knowing what's really in the Fed, what's knowing in the foundation, the wealth we know, offshore taxes, all that stuff that's hidden in the United States. If you divided up all the wealth, it would come. I just found this amazing. It would come to three hundred and thirty or three hundred forty thousand dollars for every man, woman, and child. Wow. Now, you're not going to you're not going to hear that. I don't advocate doing that, but you could literally make every family wealthy overnight. And that's every man a king. That's what Huey Long talked about. Now, I hear right wingers saying, oh, if you did all this, there's not enough money." I don't know. So that, of course, is from a left wing source. That's what they're saying. Now, if, if that's true, that's mind blowing. But clearly, however you look at it, everything is completely out of whack and it's It's gotten so much worse in the last two years, which obviously came after. I didn't foresee that when I was writing that book, but I can't even imagine what the disparity of wealth is now because the bottom 50% of Americans had nothing then. They had less than one percent of the collective wealth, half the country. Now, all these, you know, millions probably of of immigrants that have come in at the very bottom since then, they're gonna drag down that collective wealth even further. And all the people that were laid off from blue-collar jobs and small businesses and never started working again. It might be, you know, sixty percent of the people have less than one percent of the collective wealth. I don't know, but nobody talks about that because, again, people as long as you're doing fine. This is America, man. America, America. Step over that dead body and target on Black Friday. You know, it's not me. You know, I don't care. It's all self-centered. They're looking at their. They can't see it in their in their cell phone. They don't care. So if it's not happening to them, yeah, over half the country has nothing. Yeah, and, and it'll, you know. Not like they're going to come after me at my house, and maybe they won't. But yeah, so that's that's sorry for a long answer for that. But yeah, that's Huey's my boy. It's uh, he's he's still my favorite. And, uh,
3: not too no, many. No, I, I I agree with you, Don. There shouldn't be there shouldn't be billionaires. There shouldn't be this uh, level of uh, of elite wealth because again, it's just a sucking sound, like you know that that Tony was talking about. You know, if this is Bretton Woods three, this is sucking of more wealth from the lower middle class to middle class, and even you could say the upper middle class. Right into the wealthy elite i mean look how much right. you know elon musk and tesla blew up during the coronavirus pandemic and the amount of money that elon musk now has you know and so right. these are the this is what they tell us imagine like you said don the money that they don't tell us about like the truly rich underground right. re- elite for all we know they could have trillions for all we know who, who knows
2: there you know? there is. And, and, uh, and what and what go ahead i'm sorry do
3: go, go, go ahead Don. don't worry about it
2: come on no i I just wanted to do the too is it, it maybe I might not begrudge somebody being a billionaire. if, and I talked about this in the book, what, almost all of the richest people in the world, the very top of the one percent, are, as far as I can determine and looking at their backgrounds, a lot of them inherited great wealth. you know the Donald Trump started out life as a billionaire. So it's easier to become a billionaire if you Gerald Soli says you're born on third base and think you had a home run. But most of these guys are they're just good at accruing wealth. They're good investors. They're not, you know, if, if somebody discovered a cure for cancer and eliminate a if somebody uh, came up with something where we, you know, doubled life expectancy, something like, something that benefited all of mankind, then, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe that guy deserves a trillionaire, but these guys are not doing that. They're not coming out with anything worthwhile. What is, what is, he stole the crappy operating system. It's a huge virus itself. And not to mention, he's, you know, become the Dr. Frankenstein stuff with, everything, with the viruses and everything, but. I I don't think they're anywhere near. Nobody's really worth billions of trains, but if they did something like that that benefit all mankind, then you could make the argument. Hey, you know what? You you do deserve to have millions of uh, times more money than anyone else. But these guys, not at all. That's what Mm they're.
0: They're. Um. I think. Um. I think that it's absolutely possible for everyone here in the United States, and I mean freaking everyone, to be good, to be good. You know, in in whether whether it comes to food or housing or I think everybody can have a pool in their back freaking yard. Right. And I, and I think uh, there's more than enough real estate here in the United States to not be stacked on top of each other like we are in these major cities. It's it's greed. There's that's just what it is. I mean, and we've been to, to a point Um, we've been here in the United States, we've been brainwashed. Uh, about socialism i'm not saying that i am pro-socialism but most americans have no idea what the hell socialism is it's just it's just a, a a a trigger word that comes out of the left oh my god joe biden oh socialism that's what he's gonna do it's over does this freaking look like socialism to you no you know well then again most people don't know what socialism is regardless of that you know um um everything everybody can have a little bit of something right? But that's not the way this is set up, quite obviously, all right? Because the 1%, and that's putting it lightly, like it's not even the 1%, it's way less than that of the people that own the majority of the wealth here in this country. Imagine if just a, a fraction of that was let out to the people. Imagine where we could be. And then people start thinking, oh no, but that's this, that's that. We are the ones that are suffering here, Okay, let's let's pay attention to it. We are the ones that are struggling. We are the ones that are working, living paycheck to paycheck, trying to figure out where the hell we're going to feed our kids and how we're going to pay rent and what's going to happen because of the coronavirus. Are we going to have jobs? It's us. Screw them. Why are we freaking putting up with a system that supports them way more than it supports us? So that's the way we need to start thinking. We need to start thinking, wait a minute, how come they have that? That's what Huey long said. How, how come you're walking away with all of that? Where are you going? Do you yeah, need that? Do you need was, that extra piece and, of cake? Really? Go ahead. Exactly. What's up, and he was the last one.
2: And that's why, you know, I, I said, you, you, whether it's, and, and again, I'm, I get accused of being a right-wing extreme, because most of the time I'm talking about this. But the, when you talk about socialism, uh, you you call it cultural Marxism, whatever, you know, my friend Jeff Rents right. calls it communism, Bolshevism, whatever you want to call it, right, right. we see We, we see what we don't see any evidence of socialism or communism is, is economically because right. you know because we can see it's still you have concentrated wealth at the top and it becomes uh, you know kind of a plutocracy or whatever but you do see the cultural marxism all the stuff the crazy stuff we're going to talk about with transgenderism and all that That is it's all you know when you're talking about uh, you know wanting to teach children 3 and 4 years old about sexuality and, and making them see if maybe they don't want, they want to be something else right that's i don't i, I, I you, know, you can call cultural Remarks or whatever, whatever you call. It. But I don't think it's tied to socialism in terms of economics. And you know, Huey Long was accused of being a communist and a socialist. But when he died, the obituaries, uh, at the, uh, at the the national, uh, the American Communist Party, the American Socialist Party, they just excoriated him. They hated him. Now they should have loved him, right? Because he was right. no. They hated him. Everybody hated Huey Long except, except for the poor people that he helped in Louisiana. They all loved him, but everybody else hated him because. They don't. The communists, the socialists, they don't ever. They don't ever meet. Huey Long was different. Where socialism, communism is based on state-owned ownership of business and control of everything, control of the economy and everything. Huey Long was the exact opposite. He he wanted every man to be a king. So he would love the fact that hey, you can up all the money and three hundred and forty thousand dollars each. Every man would be a king. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, but, but you know, that's most people would go nuts. And the people that that argue against the most. Are the people working at Walmart? The people you say, oh, that's crazy, talk. You know, <laughs> you're getting you're getting robbed all the time. You're getting screwed over constantly. But I I got in this argument with people many times, and they say, oh, you talk about distributing the wealth, you know. Well, what's your definition of rich? Anybody with more money than you? I said, <laughs> no, that's not that's not my definition of it at all. Because you know, I said, you realize that you would benefit from this. Nobody's going to take a dime from you because you have nothing. Right. And I told that to how many people. Of course, they get offended
1: when you tell you have nothing.
2: I'm saying well, I have nothing either. What you do you have mean to give have people? <laughs> yeah, yeah I so I worked that, hard for same, what I had.
1: I think I met that same guy <laughs> at Walmart one time, Don. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure can, I'm sure he's he's in a lot of places. But that's that's the problem is they argue against it, and they've been trained. You know, we have the, the I talk about the propaganda on the left all the time. And it's obvious what what everywhere. But the propaganda from the right has trained conditioned people to. Especially that are on the right, who they—they are trained to see. You know, they look for. It's harder to find like a food stamp thing now. I guess they give them a card or whatever. But they used to be trained to look at those food stamps. They, you know, you should. should their potato chips and beer. You know, let's see what kind of car he's driving. You know that that. So they—they they get upset about that because it's a real pocket change. Or they know somebody maybe is getting some kind of assistance and he has a big screen TV and they don't want—they don't want them to have that. They want them to have, like, an old tube TV or something. That's about what you need, your own welfare, you know, that kind of thing. But So it's that kind of – but they never look. You know, We're, we're talking about uh, in D.C. here, you know, with the former – the team formerly known as the Redskins. You know, they're talking about building a new stadium, and it's uh, – Northern Virginia, Virginia had the audacity to turn them down. But, you know, I talked about that survival of the riches all the time. But these sports teams alone, the corporate welfare they're getting by – you know, they – they don't take any risk. I mean, wouldn't you love to be a business like that where, you know, I'm going to, well, I need a new stadium and everything, but uh, you guys are going to build that for me, right? I'm, I'm right, a venture right. capitalist, but I'm venturing this thing, And they don't venture anything. And nobody talks. And those same people that will get upset about food stamps, they don't bat an eye. On. Well, we can't move the team. You know, they get it. So it's, 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 yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I want to go to, I want to go to the chat real quick. Joel Smith hooked us up with five bucks. What's up, Joel? Thank How you Joe. doing? Thank you very much. You're so nice to us. So good to us. And he's here all the time. What's up, Joel? Um, I wanted to get on a couple of comments here. Um, I think it was Corporal McFluffin that said something that I wanted to touch on. Give me a second here so I can find it. Uh, said something. I mean, I can't find it, but oh, here it is. 2.3 uh, million, th- 2.3 trillion missing. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, 910 it's uh, 2000. Right. <laughs> money, money just bleeding out of here. Uh, 13.6 billion to the Ukraine. Uh, but uh, they may, uh, um, what is this? They, but, but they, my fellow Americans, it's clear you can eat bugs. Uh yeah, you know they're giving money out to to everyone except for Three us, bucks. you know, and, and and then and then when they give us a measly, I don't know how much money, like scraps off the freaking table, for unemployment, people start talking about. Listen, I don't want your socialism, I don't want that. Okay, I don't want that money. You keep it. Okay, you you keep that. All right. So I I don't understand it. Chris Graves, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I see you in the chat. You said something that I wanted to get at too, but that's, I don't. That's see my boy, it is. Chris. Yeah. Right. That's the dude. Uh oh yeah, here he goes. He oh no, that's Mitch Fluffin that said this. is at least a crappy above ground pool, Billy. Uh yeah. You know, I think we can all have at least a crappy above ground. I would freaking take that, you know, and 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 be chill with that. But you, but you I I hate to monop- What's up? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 I no, no, but yeah. say I monopolize it, but, but that goes to another great
2: thing Huey Long said, and it when you talk about the pool. If everybody had a pool the people that were the richest would have to devise something else. Cause like Huey Long said, it's not enough for them to have everything. They have to know you don't have it. Right. They get right. off on that. So it's not, if, if you, so they, 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 then suddenly they're not special. So I'm sorry. I don't mean
0: to keep it up. No, you're good. You're good. We, you know, there's a lot of things uh, that we talked about that we were going to get to in this show. And it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Just giving you a heads up. <laughs>
1: sorry, well, yeah, should, uh, I think we should promote uh, corporal McFluffin to Sergeant.
0: Sergeant good. McFluffin, that's good, buddy. How you doing? Um, Wayne McRoy says that uh, uh, it would probably be better described as neo feudalism, and I, I think I like that. I like I yeah, like that yeah. label. It makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, we we, we are here uh, witnessing and documenting the decline of the United States of America. Unfortunately, that's what we're doing here. So um, I do want to talk about. Uh, that dog roaming around Chinese streets. We want to talk about that. I think we'll close with that. We have a little bit of time here. We got about five minutes before the final stretch. Let's talk about the slap real quick, just because I want to talk about it. I don't know if people are tired of hearing about it, but I'm sure as hell not. I want to know what the hell went down. Was it fake? Was it staged? Why did they let Will Smith continue to talk after the fact? Like they let him stay there. They said that they asked him to leave. I know like, you asked him to leave. No, you remove his ass. Like you know, they asked him to leave and he stayed, and 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 then he went and and gave a freaking like uh, the the most random acceptance speech ever in the history, like completely incoherent, you know. Uh, and uh, people were giving him a standing ovation. Like I, I don't understand this shit. As far I, I don't, I don't get it. There's so many things I don't get in life anymore. Like if if I I remember a skit in in Chappelle show with with Charlie Murphy when they were doing um uh the the Rick James uh set of skits and Rick Rick, Rick James says well you know what did the five fingers say to the face a slap <laughs> right and slapped him and then Charlie Murphy comes around and he goes uh you know e- even when slapping somebody was fashionable somebody had to go you had a duel over that like I challenge you to a duel slap them. somebody's gonna die like Aaron Burr and uh, and uh, Alexander Hamilton, right? Somebody has to freaking go, right? Um, now, I mean, the dude just walks up on stage and smacks uh, Chris Rock. And people are talking all about this. They're saying it's bullshit because Pfizer, Pfizer was, I don't know if you guys heard these conspiracy theories. Pfizer was uh, sponsoring um, uh, the Oscars. And they came up with a drug for alopecia, right? And uh, as a result- they set this whole thing up to raise awareness about alopecia so they can sell their drug. This is, this is something that, that, that was put out there. And there's some truth to that, but I don't know if they set this up to set up awareness about alopecia. I used to have alopecia. I had, I had a bald spot right here in the back right here on top through my beard. It it went away. It was stress related apparently. And, um and it all came back. Thank the Lord. Right. For some people it doesn't come back, but um whatever. Tony Attenborough, give me your thoughts on this. Was it real? Was it not? What's going on?
1: Personal opinion, I think it was staged. I think about uh, Andy Kaufman and the uh, pro wrestler that he would go and stage these fights, go on Letterman, and they'd slap each other and throw chairs, and it looked real. <laughs> right. Uh,
0: that's
1: that's what I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just uh, we're talking about it. So it was brilliant on their behalf to get this out in the open and create a drama around it. It's just it'll go on for years because no one is watching the Oscars. I mean, people, most people is compl- tuned completely out in this dystopia uh, to watch those people congratulate themselves. So uh, I think it was state. I think it was fake. But more importantly, I texted you during the week because I felt like I'm living in a parallel universe because you have right. these people. That, the whole thing about the the Florida don't say gay. This was part of the Oscars night. And when I first heard that, that there was a don't say gay bill, I thought they were referring to don't say gay like Wanda Sykes. There was a national ad campaign five or six years ago or however long. You're not supposed to say gay or that's gay or it's gay. And I thought, I thought that first one when, when they announced that, that's what it was about. But then she comes out at the Oscars and says, we're going to have a a gay night and you're going to make you say gay. And I thought, well, this is, and didn't you just come out like six or seven years ago and say, don't say it. So the whole, <laughs> the whole thing is a, a, a mind... A mind-bending uh, event, and I, I I try not to pay attention to it. Of course, you're kind of sucked into it, but I, I think this, um, this definitely gets them some more clicks because look at the, the, the uh, front page of Drudge right now. It has a, a Grammy powder keg, and I don't know, does this mean there's, uh, there's going to be another slap or a fight? Mm. They may have to stage these things WWE style. That's my take, Billy. WrestleMania
0: is today and tomorrow. I'm going to talk to John Brissom a little bit about that before we get out of here. Don Jeffries, was it real? Are you there, Don Jeffries? Can you hear me, Don? Can, can anybody hear, hear me? I hear you. You can hear me, Tone. Yeah. I hear you Bill. I can hear you. I, I, oh, I can hear you. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, is it real, Don Jeffries? Tell me something about this. Oh, gosh,
2: I don't think much is real. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was scripted. You know, Chris Rock, hands behind his back, leaning in. Uh, you know, these guys again, they're actors, and these guys do do this hits like the end. They're WWE is the same thing. You know the the idea is to make it look real, and it he didn't look like he was affected too much by it. Will Smith's a pretty big guy, I guess he could knock somebody down maybe with a slap, but he may have gone back a little bit. He didn't really react at all to it, so I think it, it was. It, it, whether it's real or not, like I said, whether it's re- if it's real, then again it just shows the state of the idiocracy and that this is this is now. Now you've had you know a movie star. That is saying it's okay this is how you i mean we already had moved starts the packing paparazzi it's a little different but this is okay if somebody says something bad about your wife you go up and people were saying oh, he said something about his wife i guess so that's how you resolve things you know then you, you tell your kids if, if somebody says something bad you you go ahead and hit
0: them that's what you're supposed to do slap, so, him but, yeah, right. slap him in the face
2: in the face yeah and it, as, as we tell tony it's really the fact that he slapped i mean or maybe they'll just bring back dueling you know because that's how you tell someone to a duel you took the glove and he went up and slapped him and that's how he did it so maybe that was it maybe they you know, chris rock and, and Will smith ought to have a duel and they can have like a prime right. time and uh we'll bring back dueling because we are devolving everywhere else And why not that
0: for charity right like like orrin hatch i think it was orrin hatch that said that <laughs> that, that that challenged somebody to a duel not too long ago man i, I had a lot more respect for these two <laughs> if if they really took it outside and, and pulled out some guns and said somebody got to go after this man that would have been dope. Um, John, John, what's up, man? Uh, is it is it real or is it fake? Man?
3: I don't know. I could go both ways, right? right? So, I mean, mostly everything, the way I look at it is a lot of things are staged, especially since this is Hollywood. Right. And, uh, I mean, so you could look at it through that lens that, yes, it was staged. You know, the way Chris Rock kind of, like, leaned into it. And as a, you know, it was kind of like a, not in a in a defensive position or whatever, and and you know, no one watches these award shows anymore. Like, who watches them, right? So now, you know, this brings a little bit of uh, oh, what's going to happen next year type at you know aspect to it too. They try to drum up support because people are just sick of Hollywood. You know, as Dodd knows, people are just sick of it. They're sick of it. You know, they're sick of you know the Hollywood elite pushing. Uh, you know, their agenda down people's throats, you know, so they're just tired of it. So it's a possibility that it could be that, or there's a possibility that, you know, everything now we're all, you know, as you well know, well know, Billy, in the conspiracy culture, we're told everything is fake. Like everything, right. in, in, you know, everything is fake. Right. So then who knows to say that it may not have been real. We don't know. You could go either, you know, you can go either way. Right. Um, I mean, I myself personally believe it was staged. There seems to be enough evidence that it appears that it was staged. Um, But I mean, again, you also have the aspect of what is it? What what is it distracting us from? Too. You know, some people were saying the world economic forum met, and that's what they were distracting us from. So who really knows? You know, you know. So we don't know if it was organic, and then they ran with it to distract us for something, or it wasn't organic and it was planned, and it was to get eyes on it and to. To to make memes, I mean, you could look at it either way. We'll never know, you know. None of us will ever truly know if it was real or staged or not. We're uh, all just sitting around guessing, you know. But I mean, honestly, I I I tend to lead towards it being WWE just because of all the evidence that, that leans that way. But that could just be yeah, cognitive
0: bias. So many you know? people, bro, I feel as as you guys do. As you know, it's it's wow. Like I mean, it's I mean, it could very very well be staged, right? Like we we'll never know. Like like uh. Like John just said, um, hold on for a second. I want to get Corporal McFluffin or, or Sergeant. Since Tony has promoted you, bro, you are, you are Sergeant McFluffin. Uh, where is it? Uh, it'll be reflected upon the day humor died, right? Uh, I, I get it. I, I understand. I, I feel as you do with this. The message is clear. Offensive humor is no longer to be tolerated. And I, 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 under, I, I subscribe to that 100%. I happen to think it was real um I, I could be very wrong very very wrong i just think it was real because will smith is a freaking maniac um and uh, and this uh, and and uh, his his wife jada pinkett has been humiliating him humiliating him on on television for years now okay and i know they have an open relationship and will smith goes and does what he does you know and so does she but she she's falling in love with 27 year olds man you know, and, and 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 then he turns and looks at Jada and Jada's pissed off. And he's like, damn, I got to do something about this. Otherwise, I'm going to hear about it forever and ever or something like that. And he got up and smacked this dude. Like, I, I mean, it could have been staged completely. I watched the WWE. I tried to suspend my disbelief. AEW now. I don't really watch WWE anymore, even though I will tonight. But I try to suspend my, my my disbelief and subscribe to this thing. So maybe I'm getting worked here. It's very possible. Regardless, I just think uh, I, I think Will Smith is a freaking maniac. Okay, yeah. and, and 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 go through his lifestyle, yeah. go through what he does, like Scientologist, probably tripping on Ayahuasca, mm-hmm. doing all types of crazy crap and, and, and talking about being an alchemist, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Look, look at the family, look at the family unit and, and what goes down with that family. Not exactly no no bathrooms
2: no. in his house. Doesn't he, doesn't he not use bathrooms or something? He's got that's a crazy Hollywood thing where they don't use the bathroom. Some some it's like what right.
0: bizarre stuff like that. It's really it's really crazy stuff. So uh, I, I I really wouldn't pass put it past them getting up and slapping somebody in the face. Okay, we're about to get out of here. Let's talk about the dog tone. Let's talk about mechanical Anubis walking the streets in China. Tell me something about it.
1: Well, soon to be at the Oscars next year, Doc.
0: patrols. Right, to patrol. uh, hey, you gotta do it because <laughs> otherwise to people are gonna walk in there and smack people in the face. We yeah. so gotta have a Lubus there. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> this is this is summit summit.news, robot dogs with loudspeakers enforce Shanghai lockdown. Let's see, I could pull up the the, uh, the video here. It's a little 13-second clip. There so you go.
0: There I want one of those. you don't there have you to go. clean up after them they don't shed there's so many benefits to having a mechanical anubis in your house ladies and gentlemen go ahead sir finish up okay.
1: well I would just say uh, I'd be interested to see what happens to this little guy if he goes into certain um, portions of the you know of Shanghai that where dogs might be on the menu uh so careful out there buddy uh, no i think i think this is part of the the sinister plan uh to take dogs and put them into an enforcement role i think this is psychological hmm. um cuz we in the west we love dogs i know dogs are just a i mean almost every part of my life and i'm so grateful for dogs cuz they're perfect and i think they want to take this special thing that we have this connection to nice to nature and to connection to God and, you know, because dog is God spelled backwards and they want to make it into something awful and satanic. And, and, and of course telling you to get back inside your house and stay locked down. Um, this is part of our future too. This is the technocracy. They'll use this type of technology. It's, it's really sad. Um, but I think this is only the beginning. The, the test is always in China, isn't it? Billy, you know, always in China.
0: That's one of the things that Alex Jones has said from the beginning, and he turns out to be right on it. He's like, China's the model. What, what can you say? It is. They're, they're testing everything out over there, and then they're bringing it here. I think it was Boston Dynamics, right? That was the company that that created this thing. I'm not sure, but, but I know they had a ton of them here in the United States already, and some police departments had subscribed to them and, and had uh, incorporated them into their day-to-day, but then they pushed them out. For some reason, they'll be back. Look at this dog! Like literally keeping people inside their homes. Uh, uh, another layer to the story is it's it's because of the coronavirus. They they're in Shanghai. They're locking down again because of this thing. It's it's insanity. It's insanity. Uh, Don Jeffries, give me your thoughts.
2: Yeah, well, I think a couple of years ago they had a story coming from China where they were they were doing this with the dog, weren't they? I, I think we were at a park or something. I remember uh, reading about it and seeing a little video. So uh, this is some technology they've had, but yeah, it's it's. It's obviously very troubling. It's it's kind of funny in a way, I guess. We can kind of laugh about it, and make the jokes, kind of jokes Tony did. But and if we had real comedy anymore, boy, this would be comedy fodder. But I guess probably uh, you'd be canceled if you tried to uh, address this. But uh, it's 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 beyond Orwellian. I don't even think Orwell saw you know robot dogs running around and enforcing things. Right. But obviously, any of this authoritarian on. This authoritarian stuff just gets, keeps getting worse and worse, and there's no blowback. There's no. There's certainly not going to be any blowback in China. I mean, they learned their lesson after Tiananmen Square, and uh, you know they're they're not going to fight back at all. And Americans we saw the trucker convoy hopefully here, didn't we? It was, it, did you catch that? I, I don't know how many there were, but it was it was a, the epitome of a nothing burger. So Americans have been beaten down. They saw what happened in January to protesters, and they don't want to be locked in prison for a year with no bail or rights either. So uh, unfortunately if they, they bring the robot dogs out here. Same people that are wearing the masks are going to
0: obey. there going to be people taking pictures with them. I you know, sit down and Hey, take a picture <laughs> with me and put it up on Instagram. Look, <laughs> look what I found on the street. <laughs> Anyway, Don, uh, um, uh, John, give us your closing thoughts, man. I, on. I,
3: I it depends on where they 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 deploy them, Don, because if they deploy them like on the streets of rural Texas, some of these robot docs are gonna get shot. I mean, people were <laughs> shooting drones, so there is a little bit of the Valley aspect there. I mean, you're right. If they deploy deploy them in the middle of Los Angeles or New York City, sure, you know, of course, people would be like, they'll be perfectly fine with it for the most part. But again, get in, yes, you could argue, Billy on where they deploy them in New York City, huh? You know, so I mean, I don't know. I, I something like that's probably coming over here. The dogs, the robotic dogs, or whatever you want to call them, they're extraordinarily creepy. Yeah. I mean, anybody yeah. who has a high-end Candy Valley detector, they they they, they, they move in un- un, um, human jerking patterns, almost akin to the to the to the Grudge, right? You know, so I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's. <sighs> It's sad that that's likely probably what's coming here, but then again, I would argue it depends where it's coming because where I live in Fayetteville, North Carolina, if they saw one of those things go down the street, it's probably going to get shot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go take a picture with Same. it before they shoot it, bro. That's what we're going to do here in the Bronx, man. When it's coming down the street, I'll tell you, I'm going to go uh, run next to it and, and get in my B-boy hands and take a picture and and throw it up on Instagram, <laughs> ladies and gents. That's what we're doing with that thing, man. Global governance, right? Global surveillance. Right. And, and Wayne McCroy said it's not government, it's governance. Right. When we're talking about the global aspect of things. Um, so uh, thank you for that. Right. Um, and um, yeah, man, we, we 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 are seeing it. We're seeing the evidence of, 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 a, of a decaying of a decaying country. And uh, and uh, not only that, but uh, of the imprisonment of the further imprisonment of of, uh, of the people of planet Earth. It's just the way it is. It's it's not it's not fear mongering or anything like that. It, it's just the truth. Uh, so let's let's get ready, because uh, the illusion of freedom and actual freedom are two very different things. Right. Just because you think you're free does not mean you are. And when you have a uh, uh, little um, robotic dogs walking the street, keeping you inside, you, my friend, are not free. This is America Unplugged. We got Tony Atterburn. Tell them where they can find you, sir.
1: You can find me at arterburn.news or americaunplugged.com, uh, here on Saturdays with Don for sure. And my podcast, uh, the Arterburn radio transmission. Fantastic. Mr. Don Jeffries, what's up?
2: Uh, you can check me out on Substack at Donald medium My blog is Donald Uh, my books are everywhere. Unbarred fame this is the latest one about showbiz. You can just search for them and under my books and, uh, I have the Donald Jeffrey show every Wednesday uh, on Otelli.com and I protest is every Friday produced by the great Tony Arterburn right here on the same, right here on the same page.
0: You know, uh, you'll be able to catch it then. So, <laughs> What's up, Johnny.
3: All right. You guys can find me. We've read the documents on Twitter, fix your for all your gut health needs. And we've underscore red. Actually, fix, we've read the documents on YouTube. We've underscore red on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, I occasionally me and Billy, I guess we should do a live from the kill shed sometime soon. That's coming.
0: We got, we, 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 got some stuff in the work, so let, let's give it about just, two just months just and we we'll do some kills.
3: times, but, right. uh, I'm glad to be here on America Unplugged with everybody. God bless everybody. Uh, hope everybody's doing well and, uh, do their best to, uh, try to survive because right. things are going to get tougher, it
0: appears. So. It's the Patriot Street Fighter, ladies and gentlemen, Black Trump. I am young Kennedy, ladies and gents. Billy the Kid. What is going on? Thank you for being here with us. We appreciate <laughs> the hell out of it uh and uh tune in next week. All right? Uh you can find me at the infinitefringe.podbeam.com, the infinite fringe uh on Apple Podcast while you still can. So go listen to that. And we're going to drop some episodes. I got about 10 of them. Rest in peace, Jordan Maxwell. We I, I, I had a, uh, an episode I did with Jordan in late December. So it's one of his last episodes he did. Um, and, and, you know, I was talking to Tony about it and I didn't think that, that he was well, you know, um, you know, and and I, and I, and I didn't put out the episode as a result. So I may edit it up and throw it up, uh, to just because of, of his passing and, and, and other episodes I had done with Jordan. Um, I took them down because of, of copyright things. So I may clean them up and throw them up also. So you guys can hear it, uh, regardless of where you stood with Jordan Maxwell, guy was a, a genius right re- re- regardless if you agreed with what he said or didn't you know he 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 was on another level god bless him and and he and i can tell you he died uh broke right he wasn't making any money you know so uh, it is what it is way McCroy we'll see you soon America unplugged guys thank you thank you for being supportive everybody who tipped thank you guys we appreciate the hell out of that Chris Graves we're gonna do the we're gonna do the Kurt Cobain thing we're gonna do it Uh, Um, send me an email at, uh, the infinite fringe at gmail.com and we'll set it up. All right, guys, everybody on the panel. We love you guys. We're going to take it easy. We're getting up out of here. See you guys next week.